Find the perfect pet bed with Silent Night. Legs stretched out like Superman or curled up like a donut. However they like to sleep, Silent Night's pet bed range offers a perfect solution. Dogs sleep 12 to 14 hours a day, so it's good to know Silent Night's pet beds are lovingly made with the same high quality as their human products. So your four-legged friends can enjoy their sleep as much as we do. Head to sleepypeople.com to pick up yours today with an exclusive discount of 10% using discount code OMD10. Valid until the 29th of August. Hi, I'm going to whisper some things to you now about Crunch Chocolate Bars. Because apparently this whispering thing is a thing that makes you feel things. It's saying something crunchy is coming in the candy wrapper language. Mm. Imagine your tongue hiking up those crispy, rocky ridges. Now, drum roll, please. Wow, that's good. Crunchy, munchy chocolate doesn't whisper. Turn up the fun with Crunch. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between, offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Hello and welcome to Oh My Dog with me, Jack D. And me, Sean Walsh. This is our weekly podcast where we reveal the most intimate, ridiculous details of our relationship with our beloved dogs. I have the delightful, spirited Mildred Barrett, who is a cockapoo. My streetwise best friend is Dolly, the long-haired chihuahua whom we rescued. Uh, This podcast sets out to answer the all-important questions like, how do you greet your dog? Uh, Do you kiss your dog on the mouth? Does your dog sleep in your bed? And so on. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of our chats with our equally dog-obsessed guests who roll over and tell all. You are very much part of this podcast too, and we want to hear from you. You can get in touch by emailing us at hello at omdpod.com. And find us on Instagram at omdpod. So give us a shout and follow us on social media too. This episode of Oh My Dog is brought to you by Silent Night Pet Beds. Hello, Sean. Hello, Jack. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Very well, actually. You had a good week? Lovely week. Mildred's actually out now on a walk with with Grace. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. We've got got a fantastic guest lined up, Rich Hall, one of the... Oh, uh, wonderful. Rich Hall. Legend, really, of the comedy circuit. So I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that. And someone I've known for years and years and years. I'm sure you have as well. Yes. He's actually leaving us. He might, he might tell us about this, but he's, he's, I do know that he's, he's leaving the, uh, the UK. What, for good? I think so. He'll probably tell us about that, what will happen with the dog. Okay, and... we'll, we'll find out yeah. what's going on there and, and how he's going to bring his dog with him. Yes. But how's Dolly? Very well. I went for a walk with Dolly the other day and something very strange happened on the walk because um, you know how I, I had to carry her for the first bit of the walk, otherwise she'd... Oh, yeah. Anyway, so I put her down and we're walking. And this woman approached me probably in her 60s or something and starts talking to me about dolly and chihuahuas and da 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 she yeah. had a couple of dogs turned out they weren't her she was walking them for her friend or something like that oh, yeah. and then she goes she goes um 
oh, I've just realised you're Jack D, aren't you? And I said, yeah, yeah. And um, she said, maybe you can help me with something. <laughs> I thought, well, where's this going? You know. Can you said, get me on live at the Apollo? <laughs> it wasn't that, no. Uh, that, that has happened to me, but I can... It wasn't that. Oh, no, yeah, thanks for getting me on, by the way. This is... <laughs> this, this is weirder than that. This is... I mean, this is... You would never guess what she asked, <laughs> right? Come on. Maybe you can help me. Um... <laughs> I'm uh, I'm right. I'm just redoing my will, and um, okay. <laughs> no, wait for it. Wait for it. That's not a, a, I'm re- I did not. Right, go on. Oh my god. I'm redoing my will. Okay. Oh. And she said I'd like to leave money to um, hard up comedians, comedians who are struggling. Because I think, and I said, why? And she said, because I think comedians are wonderful. They make the world a better place. And I said, no, they don't. That's a that's a terrible way to spend your money. Don't do that, because if you you know, comedians don't deserve to be left money in wills, do they? No, no. That's, that's I said so- honestly, if you're a comedian and you can't pay the rent, that's on you. You know, you, you made a bad choice. You weren't funny enough, and now you're struggling. But don't expect people to leave money in in the will. Did you get her phone number? I gave her my bank details. And- yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll see it goes to a good home. Don't worry about that. Um, I mean, really, if you're that mad to think that you're going to leave money to comedians, are the last people on earth who deserve anything from anyone. Because, <laughs> honestly, you might as well leave your money to save the wasps or something, or, you know, distressed rats. What you know. strange, what strange... Was she? I wonder if it was a, a, a. See, I think maybe she it was like a thing that she says to people to make make them like her. So if she met a fireman, she'd say, "Oh, you can help me. I wanted to leave some money to firemen in my will. What would be the best way to do that?" <laughs> but I just I left her in no doubt. I said, Look, "Honestly, that is a terrible, terrible cause." Yeah, don't want to leave money to them. Oh God! And that's all having a dog and talking to someone who, or someone talking to you because you've got a dog and they've got dogs, and and then you get this flow of insanity from you. Didn't before she said that you didn't get the impression that she was at all a bit a bit. No, no, I thought she's completely, you know, completely compass mentis, absolutely lucid. So this person is was genuine. Do you believe the person is genuinely considering? At the time, I did, but it's made, of course I've been thinking about it a lot since, and thinking, well, <laughs> as I just said, does she just say that to everyone? You know, I've been thinking of leaving yeah. my money to to bin men or whatever. Just whoever yeah. she's talking to, she uses that as an opening gambit. Well, that's look. Th- this is the thing about dog owners, dogs. We, unlike say cats, you are marching side by side with your dog. You are there and you are kind of signalling to everyone you've got this thing, which cat owners don't tend to have unless you actually go around their house. Mm -hmm. So you automatically are saying to strangers, we've got this thing in common. That's true. Let's let's talk about it. And I mean, I I want to warn any listeners now, this is is a bit rude. It is is a bit rude. Um, So uh, you might want to cover any children's ears for this bit if you're getting to it, but... I was uh, walking Mildred the other day in, in the park. It wasn't a run this time. And this lovely young fellow, he had a lovely staff. And I've got a huge affection, as you know, for staffs, because I grew up with Gertrude, and now my mum has Hugo. So I see this lovely new staff. And 
And I, and I, which I don't know if it, is it characteristic. I think I've just started embracing it. Certainly since I'm my dog, I will now do that thing of of talking to try uh-huh. and open up. We've got yeah. dogs, and and I yeah, said, yeah. oh, what's it, what's its name? And he said, like he said, oh, Twig. Twig, no Twiggy. That was Twiggy. 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 <laughs> and I and I went, oh. And he went, yeah, yeah. And he was Twiggy was drinking the water, manically drinking the water. And Mildred had to kind of step out the way to let yeah. Twiggy get to the water first. And um, and he went, yeah, yeah. He's a bit like you know, he's he's not he's he's young. He's not had his balls chopped off yet. Yeah. And 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 I said, oh, <laughs> I said, oh, all right, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's okay because um, I didn't say this, but it's okay because Mildred has had. Whatever the female version of that is, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. Neutered, is it? Neutered, thank yeah. you. And um, and then he said, "Is that is that a boy or a girl?" <laughs> and I said, "Oh, that's a girl." And he went, "Yeah, yeah." He he just loves the smell of that punani. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I said, "Yeah, come on, Mildred." <laughs> Yeah, just automatically defensive. Let's let's move away from here. Yeah. That's, that's like, you've crossed you've crossed the line, mate. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's not that's not normal dog chat. That's... No, I did not see. I did not see that coming. Just like uh, you didn't see the the no. will the will oh, coming. My word. What a thing, so, eh? Well, let us know. I think we should say actually. I think this would be a really uh, nice point to say to our listeners. Our wonderful Oh My Dog listeners, please, if you have any strange encounters on your yes. dog walks, which I'm sure you do, yeah. play on a weekly, if not daily basis, please yeah. get them to us. Me and Jack would absolutely love to hear them as a, as a kind of new feature of the show and kick off the show with reading a couple of those. It would be a lot of fun. That would be great. It would be, uh, we'd love to hear some, some of those anecdotes, uh, stories that have come about from meeting people as a result of <laughs> you both owning dogs and walking yes. dogs. It's, uh, it's a very good area, I agree. Now, quickly, before we talk to Rich, we have one of our favourite sections of the show. We've got yeah. a voice note here, another song. This is from Danny Brewer, yeah. who has two Cocker Spaniels, and uh, she sent in this song, she says, uh, we made this up for our dog who loves to pinch knickers. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Where's this going? I don't is know. This, does this dog work for the BBC? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I've heard of sniffer dogs, but let's really go somewhere too far with this. <laughs> let's play that in. I am the punky pincher, I like to pinch the pants, I pinch it from the wasp, I see them run around the house, I run around the day, I run around the night, I am the punky pincher, and I'm a little sh**. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's, that's my new ringtone sorted. <laughs> oh. Well, Danny, I can say that's one of my favourite ones so far. That was absolutely oh. brilliant. I don't think I understood a word of it, but it was great, wasn't it? <laughs> it's was absolutely wonderful. <laughs> I, I think I got the end. I got the. I got the gist. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the uh, the first line was, in fact, just to translate in case our listeners didn't hear. Uh, the first line was, "I am the panty pincher." Yes. Um, I am the panty pincher, and uh, the last line was, "Cause I'm a little." 
Well, just just fill in the middle for yourself, yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, oh. Well, time to get on to our guest, isn't it? Yes. I'm excited about this. Rich Hall is an American comedian, writer, actor, documentary maker and musician. He rose to prominence on shows like Saturday Night Live in the 1980s and Late Night with Conan O'Brien. His memoir, Nailing It, Tales from the Comedy Frontier, came out last December and he'll be touring his show, Shot from Cannons, this autumn. But we don't want to hear about all those amazing achievements. We ought to get to know Rich through his dog. Hello, Rich. Hello, Rich. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Good, good. How's the how's the little nipper? Yes, she's very well. She's gone for a, a walk with um, Mildred. Oh, good, good. And Grace, we think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have Sarge, Rich. I do. Short for? Sergeant, I guess. I don't know. I, I, I you know. As in Sergeant Pepper. <laughs> yeah, that was... Uh... <laughs> I love that Jack is having to tell you... What your why your dog is called Sarge? <laughs> Karen calls him Sergeant Pepper. I don't really like that name. Oh. I, don't I don't call him Sergeant Pepper. I didn't have my. I've but Karen does. I wanted to name him um, <laughs> something else, but uh, but sorry, he, he looks like a sorry. He looks like a little drill sergeant. So tell us about Sarge. He's a he's a Boston Terrier, is he? He is. Yeah, he'll come in in a minute. There are a couple of photos that you sent through to our producer, who, that, and I've seen the pictures of you with with Sarge. Yes. Are there any Are there any photos of you with Sarge where you're not drinking? <laughs> yeah, there is a sort of there's a common denominator with all of them is that you've got a beer or a glass of wine in your hand. Yeah. So. Sarge loves the pub. Here he is. Oh, oh there he is. Yeah. What a little Boston Terrier. We can hear him. Oh, he's adorable. Oh, he's very, yeah. He's yeah, good. Very he's lovely. The other name I was going to call him was Charles Barkley, which is a famous basketball player, but also he's very, he's very yappy. Yeah, but also it's been done. That was... Um... Are you winding us up? No. Is there a dog named Charles Barkley? That's bizarre. Yeah. Why? Janine Haruni. Do you know Janine? Yeah. New York comedian. She's got a, a multi-poo called um, Charles Barkley. She was on. She's been a guest. Really? Yeah, oh, so God. there you go. Well, I'm going to go back to calling him. That's what I wanted to call him, Cortez the Killer, and my wife put that. That's a, a Neil Young song, isn't it? Yeah. Cool name. Yes. He's not aggressive, though, is he? He's adorable. He's very friendly. Introduce him, Rich. So, you know, Sarge, what kind of character is Sarge? Sarge um, is uh, actually very aggressive. Uh, <laughs> right now, he's looking for squirrels. Right now, he's looking out the door. Oh, right. Doing his job. Yeah. He also... Is a helicopter fighter, though he hasn't caught one yet. He goes nuts when he sees a helicopter. Uh, he goes, he wasn't like, oh, there he goes. Right. Okay. Right, he's off. Rich, in my book of dogs, I'm looking at Boston Terrier, and it says they're well, well mannered. Oh, yeah. Hang on one second. Somebody's at the door. Sarge's barking. Oh, okay. Sarge's barking at the door. It says Boston Terriers are well-mannered, thoughtful, and considerate. Would you say that's the case? Yeah, he's pretty considerate. I mean, he has yeah. to live up to that moniker of the American gentleman, you know. Ah, right, uh, right. He was born in a tuxedo, so he, <laughs> he he does have to maintain a certain kind of debonair quality. Did you grow up with dogs, Rich? Did you have them as a kid? Yeah, um, yeah. T talk us through the dogs you had when you were a child. Yeah. Okay, sadly, I grew up with Chihuahuas, and I'm not, oh. I'm not crazy about it. You know, full disclosure, I I have a Chihuahua. You have one? 
Yeah, you'd love my chihuahua, Rich. Yeah, love her. Yeah, it's very sweet. Oh, yeah, they were just very neurotic, annoying dogs. That, but they were lap dogs, and my mom used to love okay, them. Okay, well, it's been great having you as a guest. Thanks, Rich. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I know that they can be. I know they can be quite high yeah. high maintenance, can't they? Yeah, yeah, they don't, you know, that it's not a dog when you're a kid that, that wants to play or chase a ball or anything. They just want to no. sit around and... and uh, and be 100% neurotic yeah. all the time, you know. You know that they're always putting them in teacups and crap, you know. <laughs> Just humiliating poor things as if they didn't have enough problems already. Yeah. <laughs> and so there was chihuahuas as in your childhood, and then there was a long, a long gap, and then along comes Sarge, or was there other dogs featuring? No, I've never, you know what, I've never really had my own dog until Sarge. How much were you part of getting Sarge, Rich? I was all up for it. I was really into it because uh, I just thought, look, we got kids now. Let's get a dog. Let's get it. And there's only two dogs, two breeds that I really always liked. And one of them was Boston Terriers. And the other was a Dalmatian. And I love mm-hmm. Dalmatians. But that seemed like a pretty big dog for uh, for where we live and for London. And they're, they're pretty high maintenance Dalmatians from what yeah. I understand. And also, we don't have a fire truck. So <laughs> ride on I know because you spend a lot of time in America as well, Rich. So yes. What happens with the traveling? What happens? Do you, do you bring Sarge or? Funny you should mention that. I'll bet by the time this podcast comes out that um, we will be back in the States and it'll be the first time Sarge is gone. My family's moving back to America. So Dixie's going to school yes. in Mississippi. She's going to the University yeah. of Mississippi. Hayes will be in school in America. So when I come back over, maybe to tour or whatever, it's going to be a lot more concentrated. Constantly, we're taking Sarge back. Okay, so that'd be the first time he's been to America? Yeah, yeah, it'll be the first time he's been on a plane. And does he have to go in quarantine? What happens? Well, my guess is probably pretty traumatic for him, but he's done a lot of crappy things, and he's going to have time to sit in this cage and cargo in a crate. Yeah. Reflect on on where he screwed up and what he's done to deserve. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you'll end up with a a much more grateful dog when he's finally, when you bail him out at the other end. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. Did you have to fill out, you know, has Scott got a passport? What, what, tell, explain, because it's it's fascinating. Paperwork. Did he have to sign the document? Yeah, it's, they've out, BA has outsourced their dog transport to an outside company. So you go through them. They can't even put him on the same flight as us. Oh. They pick him up a day early. They board him. They stick him in a crate. They go through all the customs. It's about three times the cost of a ticket for a human. Oh, is it seriously? And uh, no choice of like, you know, fish or, or beef, Chicken. you know. Business class. Yeah, no, they throw them in the car. There's up. no bit where dogs are going to be kind of walking past the other do- dogs in the crates. Going to their lovely bed. I hope there's some other dogs on the plane. I, I'm not sure. I don't. I wouldn't. Because well, you know, he could be he could be flown with a racehorse or a giraffe or something. He won't know. know who he's with. You know. I know. And then, how long at the other end before you can pick him up? It takes two hours to clear customs. You pay for this. You pay to okay. have a customs agent get him through on the other end. So we've gone through tons what? of paperwork. Overcomplicated. Yeah. And then, then they email me to say, okay, two hours after your dog arrives, we'll meet you at the McDonald's outside O'Hare Airport. <laughs> Dropping the dog off in a McDonald's. That's their meeting point. Sounds like a sort of kidnap ransom know, situation almost, isn't it? Yeah, a bundle of cash. So you're going to fly out and make sure that you you get there because otherwise... We get there know, a day early, yeah. If you don't make it, they'll just let him loose or... For all I know, he'll, he'll bite him and try to put him in a crate and escape. Then he'll be running around uh, okay. you know, Heathrow Airport. 
We'll be yeah. in America by then. But then in America, he's going to be living in the Midwest. Is he going? Where's he going to be? He's going to be living in Montana. Yeah. If you've got fields around you, you've got a lot of land around you there. Yeah, there's a lot of ifs in this situation. If he can survive being kicked by a horse, a moose, trampled by a cow, he's... Yeah, yes. Who yeah. knows? It's going to be a big adventure. I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing how he reacts to, to things way bigger than him. Yeah, you know? he'll see a lot of them. He's he? kind of fearless now. Yeah, but I don't think he's yeah. he's not come up against a grizzly bear yet. That I mean, that sounds to me like a dog's dream. Where where you're taking Sarge from London city rammed smoky air to now to lots of land lots of space that sounds like a dream. I don't know why you're telling me. You should be telling him. Okay, well, if you <laughs> pass it on. He's pass the one. Yeah, he's the one who needs to be reassured. Yeah, he has no idea. Yeah, of course he'll adapt. And 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 yeah. uh, I'm gonna have to take make some effort to take him out in fields where there's cows and kind of slowly introduce him to this. You know. Whole, whole different kind of uh, uh, lifestyle. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Want to be more active this summer? Sierra helps you save on everything from swimsuits to stand-up paddle boards, tennis rackets to fishing tackle. And if that doesn't float your boat, we also have pool floats. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, because they got to get used to it. Otherwise, you can get you can get arrested for rustling and stuff. You know, yeah, sure. There, can't yeah. You? Well, he shot out of the door last week. My daughter answered the door to let in a, someone. And just as two police horses were going up the street, oh. he uh. floppity clip. He took out after those horses. And then mm-hmm. my daughter, Dixie, she ran out to get him. And then the cops are sitting on these, you know, six foot high horses. Yeah. And they were freaking out and they were screaming at my daughter, get your dog under control, get that dog on a leash. And the whole situation was just fraught with peril because everybody's yelling. The horses are frightened. The oh dog is looking at their heels. The horse could have kicked the dog. The police could yeah. have arrested my daughter. Anything could have happened, you know? Oh, that's uh, a nightmare. Yes. Yeah, so that was very unfortunate. That's the kind of stuff he's going to get used to because yeah. a lot of horses would just give him a a twat. So Sarge's recall, how's his, how's his recall then? Is it okay unless it's a horse or do you have to kind of be careful that Sarge isn't running off all the time? It's hard to say. I think if he sees an antelope, if he sees anything out in the field, he's probably going to go after it. Yeah. Fortunately, there's not a lot of cars. This, this, you know, it's, I don't worry about animals as much as in London. I just, like you, you worry about yeah. them shooting out in front of a car because they see a cat on the other side of the road. Yes. Yeah. It's going to take yeah. some training. Yeah. It's definitely going to take some training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How well trained is Sarge at the moment? How how obedient is he? He's pretty obedient. 
Did you take it upon yourself to train Sarge? To a certain degree. We actually took him to a couple of classes. Oh, hello. But I realized that I hate dog trainers. They, <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. No matter what you do, they say, no, don't do that. That's wrong. Okay? <laughs> Isn't that the point of going to a trainer, Rich? You get told. <laughs> There's a lot of crackheads on our street, right? And he, oh, he, right. Can, he can tell who the crackheads are, and he goes for them. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, this is Sarge or the trainer, sorry. Yeah, yeah, Sarge goes for the crackhead. Sarge, he, he doesn't like That's not a thing that you can go to a trainer and go, how do I keep my dog? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> senses, you, you know, like the crackheads are walking at a really fast pace because they're trying to. That's right, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he senses, I, yes. I, I suspect he can sense bad mojo in these people and just goes after him. But that's a hard thing to train a dog not to. Yeah. Mildred, actually, I, uh, Mildred is the same, uh, our cockapoo. Yeah. She really goes for people that, that seem to, um, I don't want to make too many sweeping judgments here, but, but look like they're on the way to get themselves something that might yeah. pick them up a little bit. I yeah. think they yeah. know. I, I think they know. They sense uh, something not quite right and they, that makes them uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So how many, how many training sessions did you go for? Well, this is back before COVID when we first got Sarge and, and we'd take him into this, uh, take him in with a bunch of other dogs. And, and, and the lady, you know, they always have meat snacks in their pockets 24 uh-huh. yeah. hours a day always carrying meat Ugh. snacks around <laughs> no matter what you do they say oh no maybe lunges don't pull on the leash because that is giving them the signal to actually lunge and they no it's not <laughs> it's not at all giving them it's giving them the signal don't lunge and they're going no yeah. they think it means lunge if they're barking and you yell no barking, <laughs> the trainer will tell you, that means that you're barking as well and they should bark more. It's like everything yeah. that you've been doing is wrong to a trainer. It's wrong, yeah. What they do is not training, it's just bribery, isn't it? It's yeah. just chucking bits of meat at them. Yeah. And, <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. What makes a dog personable to its owner is its quirks, yeah. you know, little peccadillos that a dog has. You go, oh, look at it, he likes, and they just, all of those, they go, oh, he shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, you're a Nazi. You just want a dog who is completely going to do everything you tell it to do. What's the point of having a dog? It's, okay, yeah. it sounds to me a little bit though, Rich. Like you've got a dog and you've wanted it to be a bit more obedient, so you've taken it to a dog behaviorist. And one of the main problems is that you're disobedient. Yeah, it does like you're <laughs> not doing anything that the trainer wants. You need a trainer to help you be trained in uh-huh. how to allow your dog to be trained. Yeah, I, I need to be trained to be more obedient to dog trainers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then we can make some progress. But until then, I'm afraid yeah. it's... Uh... <laughs> the dog is, you know, have has all these things that, that need to be beaten out of it, you know, through yeah. bribery and uh, subtlety, which most of the time when a dog is, is acting up, it's not a subtle situation where you're supposed to think, oh... What he really is trying to do that? No, he's trying to bite the crackhead on the corner. I don't have time to assess. <laughs> well, you see, you should have come out before him as you came out the gate. You should have made him stay while you step out. And that way you're between the crackhead and the dog. I don't have time to establish a yeah. flow chart of behavior between me and the crackhead no. in the corner. 
Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> and also, having a dog between you and the crackhead is a preferable exactly. situation. Exactly. Let the dog go first. I just do feel yeah. like we should get the, uh, if we could have the contact details for this trainer, if we could get the trainer on to, uh, to interview him of what it was like to try and train your dog, Rich, yeah. and, what, and what you were like. I was in Bristol at a, a comedy festival. I was about to go on, on stage, and my wife, Karen, calls up and says, this is like three minutes before I'm on stage. He says, sorry to just bit a crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> and this is, okay, I can't, I can Bristol. I'm not sure I can do anything about this. What's going on? Well, he's, he's bleeding from the ankle. As soon as he got bitten, th these are the two first things out of his mouth. I'm going to kill your dog. I want compensation. Oh, right there, yeah. I just thought, that's not, eh. Yeah. You know, I, the more, I don't like this crackhead guy. I don't. <laughs> No, no, That's no. not the first thing, two things you say when a dog bites yeah. you. Maybe the first, I'm going to kill your dog, but I want comp compensation for yeah. what? You want me to paste bits of skin back on your ankle? What kind of compensation exactly. do you want? Oh, he bit me on the ankle. I want 300 pounds. And I said, <laughs> get a bandage and go back out. And um, he's just going to use the money for crap. To the point, is Sarge okay? You know, you, you want you want Sarge fully checked out. He's managed yes. to draw blood. Yeah, I got back and... Uh, that was on a Saturday, and then on Monday, uh, Karen had already booked the trainer to come in, and the trainer came in, and she thought she was going to see this incredibly aggressive dog, and she mm -hmm. sent me an email. She's saying, I really don't know. Your dog is, he's a great dog. He's very smart. He's not aggressive at all. He's, he's it was just an unfortunate situation, you know? Yeah. Where he walked yeah. out, a, a human was coming really fast at him, and he just chose to bite it. Well, yeah. luckily yeah. for all of the crackheads, you're moving to America. Yeah. <laughs> well, now it's going to be meth heads and opioid freaks, but, you know. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a voice that you use when you're talking to Sarge? Yeah. Look, I think we all uh, do this. Let's just say yeah, that... We know, do. Yeah. Thank God my house isn't bugged. Because if, if it was, for any reason, the FBI, the MI5 would be, <laughs> hey, guys, we got another one. Listen to this. Bargy, 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 It's me walking around the house, just That's like fantastic. an idiot to my dog. I was listening in. I think The Simpsons was on in the background. Yeah. It's just a, <laughs> yeah. an episode I can't I put my finger on, but it's. We're uh... going to the park. It's going to be a park. It might be dark. It's going to be a lark, bark. Oh, it's lovely. You write songs for him as well. That's great. Well, he has. He, he's definitely inspired a song. The song that we uh, that we saw that you recorded at uh, the Blues Kitchen, which uh, was that inspired by Sarge? No, that's a Border Collie song. Oh, so it was. Yeah, of course it was. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You want me to do yeah. the song inspired by Sarge? Oh, please do. Please. Yeah, absolutely. Let me just even. I just happen to. He's, he's reaching for a guitar. Oh, bless your heart. Well done. Live music, Jack. Yeah. Live yeah. music. This is a first for the podcast. We're very privileged to hear this. Nearly inspired by none other than Sarge. There's a slight backstory to this. Like, I got a knock on the door uh, mm -hmm. about a few months ago. Yeah. And it's my neighbor who I uh, talk to a lot. But I, I can't say that he's really a friend. He's just a neighbor I see all the time. And he said, Rich, can I come in and talk to you? And he, yeah, come on in. And uh, he sat down and he proceeded to tell me that his wife was leaving him just out of the blue. She's just leaving him, taking the kids. He's worried about the future. He's worried about his house, his finances. And the whole time I was just sitting there going, what is this guy's last name? <laughs> I mean, he was clearly losing it. So I, you don't interrupt. You don't, there's no. no advice you can give someone like that. 
No, poured him no. a bit of scotch. And um, <laughs> the entire time that he's, you know, having this breakdown, Sarge is just pushing this chew toy at him. Just relentlessly. Just <laughs> one. And of course, he was too broken up to throw the... Yeah. And that just made it more tragic. And that's, that's what this song is about. But it's, it's from the dog's point of view. Okay. sitting stranger you there on my couch i would like to call attention to this object in my mouth though it looks realistic i assure you that it's not it's just some flimsy plastic drenched in slobber drool and snot i hear you lost your wife your kids your cash your self-esteem well i devise an enterprise beyond your wildest dreams you just throw it and before you know it best of friends will be i have placed it on your knee a vinyl pork chop if i may speak with impunity this idea i advance presents a golden opportunity and once in lifetime chance to take a tried and trusted hair encrusted squeaky leaky item even i'll retrieve it ad infinitum i don't mean to be insistent you've got something on your mind but you seem to be resistant or are you just Blind, let me move it up a notch. Place it squarely in your crotch. Just pick it up and chuck the pork chop. <laughs> okay, I see you're not responding. I will use my x-ray stare from the spot I placed this pork chop to your face and back to there. I am frankly flabbergasted that a man can't comprehend If he throws a vinyl pork chop, a dog brings it back to him I can see why she resented you and why she chose to go Things that she presented you, you never thought to throw you probably die alone and it's a fair and fitting end For a man who cannot throw a vinyl pork chop I've got a mind to lift my hind leg and let it go Start wailing on you like a Miles Davis solo Maybe then you'll know it was a good idea to throw a vinyl pork chop hey. Bravo yeah. Brilliant stuff, Rich That's a lovely <laughs> Lovely sentiment to see it through uh, a, dog's, a dog's eye view of someone having a breakdown yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I'm sure your neighbour is going to miss you a lot uh, yeah, to, uh, America. Those little chats. Yes, yeah. Rich. Before we let you go, thank you so much for joining us. We yeah. ask all of our guests: uh, Do you let Sarge kiss you on the mouth? Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I let him kiss me on the mouth. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. worry. If he tries to kiss me on the mouth, yeah. yeah but I, yeah. I don't make the first move. You know, like sitting there on the couch. <laughs> You know, you're not that kind of girl, are you? Let's yeah, watching like 101 Dalmatians or some romantic dark movie, and just it's uh, he's male. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Rich. It's been lovely to talk to you. All right, absolutely brilliant. Lovely to get yeah. to know Sarge. Thank you so much for the song as well. Yeah, sure. good luck in Montana. Keep in touch, and we'll look forward to seeing you when you're back on tour. Okay, thanks a lot. Lots of love, Rich. It was fun.
Well, there you go. Wasn't that something? Getting a, a song from the one and only Rich Hall. That was wonderful. His dog Sarge. Fantastic. What a great story as well. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I know you've done a song for Mourners, haven't you? For 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 Mildred, we've heard before. Yes. I don't think. It, I don't think. It, yeah, it, it could compete with with that. Probably not, but uh, maybe others have written songs as well. Who you know, with with musical accompaniment. Yes, but that re- that really was a first, wasn't it? Because it's uh, that's a really well constructed piece of work. It was. Uh, do you know what? I I'm gonna. I'll be honest with you here. Now you could probably hear I was I was kind of kicking towards this when I asked Rich how much getting a dog was to do with him and how much of a part of that he was. I was kind of expecting him to tell us that he was he was resistant to it. Yeah, me too. And yeah. then he said that he was very keen, he was very excited. And then I was surprised again that he, he went for a small dog. Rich seems like a kind of big, you know, American, like big giant yeah. American dog out there yeah. walking around yeah. with his cowboy hat. Yeah, yeah. But of course, you know, Boston Terrier being, a, you know, is an American breed. Yes. So I guess he's done that. Uh, but I know what you mean. You know, you think he's going to, so it'll be, it'll be interesting. Hopefully we'll keep in touch with Rich and find out because he can, yes. uh, with the wonders of technology, we can speak to him from Montana when he's there and see how he's getting on, get an update on Sarge. Let's try and do that. I'm just standing here at McDonald's with Sarge. We've not been picked <laughs> up yet and stood here for four months. Just waiting for someone to pick us up. I don't know what's going on. There's a lot of crackheads around here. Uh, he's not here yet. <laughs> I paid a lot of money for that dog. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that was great. Was it? This yes. is uh, great to hear from. Thanks, everyone, for listening to Oh My Dog. Uh, every week we get all these insights from our guests, and we hope that you're enjoying getting to know a different side of them through their relationships with their dogs. Yes, don't forget to get in touch. We want to hear those crazy stories, things that people have said to you on your dog walks. Please let us know at hello at omdpod.com and find us on Instagram at omdpod. So, uh, yes, give us a shout. Yeah, and we uh, we love your voice notes. And uh, remember, a dog is for life, not just for podcasts. Podcasts.